It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie Tuesday morning, the 20th of April. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reid on LMFM. The Dialgan House Nursing Home in Dundalk says two of its staff have tested positive for COVID-19. Both had received their second vaccine in February. The nursing home wrote to relatives yesterday to say indoor visiting is now suspended as public health is expected to officially declare it to be an outbreak. An outbreak of two cases or more is treated as a cluster of cases. Unfortunately, this means indoor visiting must end with immediate effect for the duration of the declared outbreak. But Dalgan House says there will be exemptions on strict compassionate grounds. This news from Dalgan House confirms what many have feared. Vaccinated people can catch COVID. The two staff members who were vaccinated in February do not have any symptoms of the virus whatsoever. That is what would be expected. But now that they are COVID positive, how contagious are they? Can they spread the virus in the same way as someone who has not been vaccinated? What does this mean for residents in nursing homes? One question that cannot be answered yet is how long people are immune to the virus after they've been vaccinated. Staff in nursing homes are routinely tested for COVID, but do we need to consider testing the general population on an ongoing basis for this virus, even if there are no symptoms and people have been fully vaccinated? What does this mean for residents and relatives coming in and out of nursing homes? And if this is possible, there's no doubt we'll see more cases of vaccinated people testing positive. Cases of staff, or residents for that matter, developing COVID despite being fully vaccinated. The next question is regarding what that could mean for nursing home residents when they've been vaccinated. Should visiting be suspended to them when there's a cluster or are the residents safe from the virus because they've been vaccinated? Uh, we'll hear some thoughts on this now. First of all, from Jed Nash, Labour Party TD for Louth and East Mead. This is uh, the news uh, that nobody wanted to hear, I suppose. No, it's the kind of news that <clears throat> I think people would dread uh, hearing. Uh, it's, I think, this day last year that the RCSI hospital group came in to take control of Dalgan Nursing Home. Uh, we know the tragedies that families experienced and individuals experienced in Dalgan House this time last year um, and I support the campaign by the families to have coroner's inquests and also a commission of inquiry into all of the circumstances 
uh, around what happened uh, in Dalgan House because we need a degree of closure on that and explanations as to what happened. And those explanations need to come from the state, from the RCSI hospital group, from HICWA and from the HSE and indeed from the um, nursing home uh, managers and owners um, themselves. The HSE has responded to us in a statement. They say they can't comment on individual cases uh, because it would be a breach of confidentiality. But they say that the responsibility for overall management of private nursing homes, such as Dalgan House Nursing Home in Dundalk, lies with the registered provider and person in charge. Any specific queries or concerns should be raised with them directly. Uh, They say as well that when outbreaks occur in long-term residential facilities, including private nursing homes, the HSE, Department of Public Health, establishes an outbreak control team, provides advice and guidance on the issues which are, are key to bringing the outbreak under control. Uh, and uh, they say uh, that uh, as part of the overall response, uh, they try to provide everything that's needed, whether that's PPP, PPE, accommodation or, or oxygen, infection uh, and prevention control and support uh, but as things stand because there's two cases confirmed in the home it's officially an, o- an outbreak and the home has taken the decision to suspend indoor visiting that would seem to be the right uh, approach that they're taking yeah i think that's the responsible uh, thing to do as you correctly point out um a cluster or an outbreak comprises two or more cases. So there is a huge responsibility now on the HSE public health team to work with management of Dog and House to manage this properly. And primarily the focus here has to be obviously on ensuring the safety of residents. Now, thankfully, um, all of residents, I, I'm assuming at this stage, as is the case in nursing homes across the country, they've all received their second vaccinations. And we have seen the numbers of COVID cases in nursing homes fall dramatically um, over the last few weeks as a result of the, of the vaccinations. But you raised some very serious points, Michael, in relation to um, the vaccine and whether or not people are 100% covered. No vaccine is you know provides 100% coverage. And that's why uh, for you know this period of time, people are advised, of course, to um, continue to wear masks, to wash their hands, to abide by all of the public health advice, keep their distance, uh, and work in a in a in a safe fashion. Uh, I've read some information yesterday from the US that suggests that there is a what was described in one of the papers there a tiny but growing number uh, of people who had been vaccinated who contracted COVID. Often they remain asymptomatic, and one of the purposes of the vaccine as well is is to to make sure that people stay out of hospital. And a lot of the evidence would suggest that um, people who are vaccinated, what it does is stop you from becoming ill. Uh, the virus can live on you. Uh, so therefore, there may be a degree of transmissibility and a concern there, um, but it keeps you out of hospital and it keeps keeps you well. Um, so clearly, the numbers in the US are, are rising because we, we've got a significant number, like 84 million people there have got their two doses, but they are detecting some evidence of, as I say, a tiny but growing number of people who actually have COVID-19. Um, um, despite the fact that they've been vaccinated, that's all. That was always going to be the case. That was always going to be the case. Uh, but we need to be really, really vigilant here, Michael, and, and take the public health advice that we get. 
Uh, I will be asking questions about this particular issue this week. Um, we've a responsibility to, to keep everybody safe. This is a, an evolving situation and we're learning as we go, not just us, the members of the public, uh, but the public health experts, uh, the immunologists. They're learning as we go because it's a new virus and time can only answer some of the questions that we don't know the answer to yet. One of them, of course, is if you're vaccinated, how long do you remain immune to the virus or to the symptoms of the virus if you do catch the virus. Uh, and it, it would seem that uh, as things stand in Dalgan House, two staff members have caught the virus, they've been vaccinated, but they've no symptoms. All well and good. Uh, is it transmissible? Possibly. Probably unknown, but possibly. Uh, but if the residents have been <coughs> vaccinated, are, are they not protected from the illness? Uh, they may also catch the virus, but they may not be sick. Uh, and is it a step too far to suspend visiting? Because we know how important that is uh, and what the impact is on them. I, I think the right thing to do was to suspend visiting um, for, for the moment. The key point here is that, yes, while we, we will all be alarmed to learn that there are people who have had the vaccination who have contracted the virus, the important thing is keeping residents safe, and keeping staff safe as well. And all the indications are that this, mm. the vaccine prevents people from getting sick and prevents people from getting into differently. And that's the key thing. That's the, I think that's the key message that we should take out of this. All of the advice suggests that. The experience suggests that. Mm. Let's keep going with the vaccination programme to keep as many people safe as we possibly can. OK, well, undoubtedly it is uh, the right decision uh, to be cautious. Uh, an abundance of caution, I think, is a term that's used uh, quite often uh, these days. And to uh, suspend the visiting uh, as a nursing home, uh, undoubtedly the right thing, until the public health experts say to do otherwise. But I suppose therein lies the question. Is that what the public health experts should be advising, given the situation that everybody's been vaccinated, the virus may uh, be alive in the nursing home, but it's possible, on the other hand, that nobody will get sick as a result of it because they've all been vaccinated. Because there are huge consequences, not just for Dalgan House here, because, uh, as I said at the outset, if this can happen in one nursing home, undoubtedly we're going to see it repeated across the country. Well, well, it could happen in a number of different um, environments, and obviously we're particularly mindful, um, given what's happened in our nursing homes and and the serious tragedies that we experienced in Dalgan House last last year, this time last year. And my thoughts are, are with those families who are still grieving and looking for answers. Um, and I'm supporting them to try to, to get those answers. One of the things I think that we need to look at very seriously as the situation evolves um, and as we continue to vaccinate more people is creating more opportunities for people to be uh, tested in the community um, I think that that's going to be important uh, as we understand how vaccines interact with the virus. Um, I was uh, on media last night on TV talking about the need for more you know, pop-up testing centres across Ireland uh, as as the situation evolves over the next um, period of time. Remember, these vaccines were developed um, you know, at pace uh, over the last year. They are very, very effective in stopping people getting sick. There is evidence there to suggest that it, it does stop transmission uh, or, or slow transmission down. So let's stick with the vaccination programme. Take all the public health advice from the experts that we get to keep people safe. Uh, let me go to Sinn Féin TD for Loud and East Mead, Rory O'Murka, who's on the line with us. What are your thoughts on all of this? Well, we're obviously, like everybody here, somewhat shocked, particularly about the fact that this is 
two cases of people who have been vaccinated. Like, we're very glad that the protocols have kicked into place. Uh, and I would reg- agree with what's been said earlier, that best practice is obviously at this point in time to stop visits. I know that there is some room for manoeuvre in relation to, you know, compassionate cases, and that also needs to be there. And I suppose we need at this stage public health to kick in. We need to find out, we need testing, we probably need an element of genomic uh, sequencing and to ensure that um, what exactly we're dealing with. Now, I'm not going to point in any particular direction, but we obviously have the issue of strains and all. We always accepted that vaccines are not like have efficacy rates, so therefore they're not 100% perfect at stopping somebody getting sick. They are incredibly good at stopping them getting really sick, hospitalizations, and obviously death, which we want to avoid at all costs. The information that we're led to believe, and I know that there's consistently, mm. constantly more information, is they also reduce transmission rates. So see the fact that we have these two cases, we really need the public health to kick into action from a point of view of finding out exactly what we're dealing with and what exactly the situation is. Mm. And then they, from that sort of information, they can derive what the best policy is. It's our worst fears realise that we have been told for a long time uh, that you can still spread and develop COVID after getting a vaccine. Immunity from the vaccine doesn't begin for at least 12 days after you've got your jab. The expert advice, they say, is that the vaccine does not prevent coronavirus infection, but it will help protect against serious illness which seems to be the case in Dundalk at the moment. And they say people who are vaccinated should continue to wear a mask, washing their hands and maintaining proper physical distancing for all of those reasons. Uh, But this is uh, those fears realised. Now, here we are seeing people who were vaccinated a few months ago in February, fully vaccinated in February, uh, and now they have, or at least they've tested positive for COVID and could be transmitting it to others. Yeah, and I suppose the good news is uh, and I spoke to someone on a, from the H, from HSE, um, from CHO8 uh, management on an unrelated issue this morning. I did bring up this and like their view was right. Serial testing is still continuing. Obviously, mm. this is good news that this is caught. It's bad news. There haven't been and there haven't been a number of cases. I think in the last month in nursing homes in in in, in the general area. Well, that was the information that that I was led to believe. Mm. Uh, So it's good that this was caught, but we really need to find out what the situation is. I'm also, and obviously our thoughts are with Mm. residents and families who are worried at the minute. So all needs to be done from a point of view of ensuring they are all safe at this point. Well, that's it. I mean, it's a terrible, it's a very worrying situation, but it's a very good story in that the system is working. And it's uh, well done to Dalgan House, well done to the system, well done to the protocols that the HSE have put in place, because routine testing takes place, even though everybody has been vaccinated even though everybody is well. Two members of staff were well, they were vaccinated, they were tested and they were discovered to to be COVID positive. And you also said the other thing is that people have to basically operate best practice as we have done for the last while in relation to masks, distance and all them other factors from a point of view of until we're told differently that's the way we operate into the future because we are looking outside of nursing homes in relation to some element of opening up but it needs to be done with absolute safety and security. The other thing I was told is the fact and it's the information I think I've spoken mm. to you previously about it that communication lines between the, H- between the HSE 
between uh, nursing homes are a lot better than would have been previously when we were probably in the situation, the dreadful situation that we were in last year. So on that basis, if help is required or further information is required, I am told that that will be forthcoming. And also we are not even, we are not in the situation that we are in 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 uh, December and January where numbers were huge across a number Absolutely. of nursing homes. Mm-hmm. So the, the the entire health service was on the brink of collapsing. So the, so, so the, the system was designed to discover this sort of problem. It has discovered it. Uh, and now we have to see what the response is because it'll be very important for all nursing homes. Let me ask you about a, another issue because it, it seems related to all of this because this is exactly one of the reasons Ronan Lynn told the Health Committee last Tuesday uh, that vaccinated people coming into this country from the countries uh, at risk of variants and so on should uh, be forced into hotel quarantine, mandatory hotel quarantine, uh, because you could have COVID even though you're vaccinated and you could be spreading it and it could be one of these variants. Uh, and then on Thursday, uh, he apparently told the health minister that they didn't need to go into mandatory hotel quarantine. It, it's a funny story to begin with, uh, but this uh, certainly raises questions in relation to what uh, the government is doing in relation to all of that and you'd have to wonder if it's the European Commission who's dictating public health policy. Well, straightforward in relation to that, the only people that can give the answers on that are initially, I suppose, Ronan Glynn and NFET in relation to where their position is and whether that has actually changed and then beyond that is government. I can't obviously answer in relation to it and we've all said, particularly when mistakes have been made that the biggest mistake that has been made is when we didn't follow Mm. public health advice. So we need to ensure that that is done. There is no space for manoeuvre in in relation to that. The worst thing we can have is, when I I was talking about an opening up, the worst thing we can have is that we open up we have a spike in numbers that puts pressure on the health services and we have to return to a greater level of restrictions or lockdown. That's what we have to avoid at all costs. Now, I think everybody has seen, mm. particularly with the news coming out of that strain, B1617, I think, uh, from India and the fact that there may be issues in relation to a greater level of transmissibility and other issues. Mm. And at the minute, it's been tested in Britain and it might it's literally at this time, I think it's a, a variant of interest. It's a double likely, mutation. Yeah, likely mm. to be a variant of concern. And yeah. at that case, then we need basically, uh, we had obviously called for a level of mandatory uh, quarantine across the board mm. um, for hotels. But, we, but the, 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 this is exactly so the point. They haven't done it mm. across the board. So mm. see if we have... Uh, instances like this, we need the system to kick in as quickly mm. as possible because it's to avoid importing any more strains in. We accept we're more connected than a lot of places when people give the example of New Zealand and Australia, but we have to mitigate what we can. And right, I accept what you said earlier that we need further information in relation to the fact of people with vaccinations could still be transmissible, could still be sick. Now, we obviously have to introduce whatever mitigations are given for vaccinations. The testing procedures need to be incredibly strong. Okay. And, and my inclination would be, and I'm mm. no medical uh, expert, is that's obviously pre-departure and it's also put, you know, on landing okay. that some sort of testing would need to happen to ensure that you catch all these instances. Let me, let, let me go back to Jed Nash, if I can, who uh, has come back to us on another line, and thanks uh, for doing that. Uh, but uh, doesn't this story from Dalgan House, where we have people who were vaccinated in February, now COVID positive and possibly transmitting the disease to other people, 
make the argument against the decision the government made, which appears to have been at odds with the public health advice in relation to mandatory hotel quarantine, and that if you're concerned about people bringing in the Indian mutation of the virus, for example, and you say, well, we'll make them go into quarantine if they haven't been vaccinated, surely you should be doing it if they have been vaccinated because they could be COVID positive and they could be transmitting the disease. Yeah, of course, that was the case when they they finally and belatedly took our advice uh, to introduce uh, mandatory hotel quarantine. It was the case that everybody arriving from um, countries that may have represented a risk, um, those red list countries, that everybody had to go into mandatory hotel quarantine. They changed that last week, um, but again, it could change uh, over the next period of time, given the information that's evolving. And and I I repeat this again, the the tiny, for example, but, but growing number of cases in the US uh, and in other areas. I mean, we, we should be very watchful here and, and very careful about how we proceed. And I don't want either to give succor to those who don't want to accept and believe the science that vaccines work and that vaccines keep people safe. They do. There is never 100% efficacy. Uh, all of the manufacturers and all of the public health experts have said that from the get-go. There are always risks and that's why we have to continue to be careful with our behaviour in our workplaces, in our nursing homes, uh, and, and anywhere um, where, where, where people where people congregate, we need to accept that responsibility ourselves. Okay. One thing I want to say, Michael, about, about Dalgan House, I think it would be very reassuring, and Rory may have mentioned this himself already, and unfortunately I didn't have the opportunity to hear much of his contribution because of difficulties with the line. I think it's important that the HSE commit to testing all residents um, of Dalgan House uh, over the next period of time and do that periodically to reassure families and residents themselves that they are safe and that <clears throat> the HSE will support them to be safe. Uh, given well, I, I think it's the routine testing that's taken place that discovered these two positive cases. Well, routine testing of staff. Okay. <clears throat> the, um, I'm, I'm not certain, and I stand to be corrected, but I'm not certain that there's routine testing uh, of nursing home residents. Uh, if that's not the case, it should be the case, particularly in cases like this where um, you know there was evidence uh, of, of of the virus um, in 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 that location, um, but I think we need to focus very much on that to reassure people, and the HSE needs to step up. It's doing that if it's if that's the case that that's not being. We'll done. hear more on all of this in a moment. Thank you both, though, for joining us uh, this morning on the program. Uh, that's uh, two TDs for Louth and East Meath, Jed Nash of uh, the Labour Party, and Rory Murku of Sinn Fein. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.